We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It feels like Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heapy Podcast. I'm your host, Carlo Navas. And with me today, we have our Heat Twitter president, Alf. Hello. <laughs> we have. I was so caught off guard. Pod. Like, I'm like reading Twitter. And I heard my I heard my name. I was like, uh, yeah, hi. <laughs> There's lots going on today. We have our own hot take, Harry. Um, yes, I'm also here. Good to be here. And. We have our Saucy Nuggets insider, Mr. Lefty Leif. <laughs> My goals suck. We have no guest today. We have no producer and co-founder, Brian Goins, today. Uh, we're actually doing an emergency podcast because the Heat have signed Derek Jones Jr. Woo! News of the day. This is huge. And we have lots of Wayne Ellington cap holds to talk about. Guys, I don't think there's anything else that's more important than that. So... The impact of jo- Derek Jones Jr., I'm glad that he's a forward. I mean, I know that he has a forward guard. Are you, Did he have a log jam? Are you really, are you really doing this? I mean, I, I think that that's what everyone's talking <laughs> hey, about. Today. Riley called it at the beginning of free agency, baby. You heard him call it. We're moving and grooving, dude. Let's go. Heat making moves. Eyes first. He had a plan. He's Perennial got a plan. playoff contender. That guy's got a God's plan. plan. Riley's plan. I think it's great, dude. I mean, like they have a forward. They're gonna need. They're gonna need some some people up front. They have way too many guards. So I don't know, guys. Um, what do you guys think? You want my this real good move. You want my real opinion? <laughs> or, what? Or do you want the the politically correct heat beat opinion <laughs> of, of why so this is going to be impactful? Yeah, LeBron just went to L.A. and we're sitting here talking about Jones <laughs> Junior. We need to pivot, pivot. My dog. So LeBron goes to L.A. And it has to be one. I, has there ever been a more obvious move that simultaneously makes no damn sense in the history of free agency? Like I, we all like this is the, like none of us were surprised. I think we were surprised that it actually happened, but like we're not like whoa. Like this has been a thing since like February, and it happens, and we're sitting here and we're like, but but LeBron, but why? The, isn't the Paul George thing the exact same thing? Like, people have been telling us that he's going to stay, he's going to stay, he's going to stay. Last night he re-ups, and you're all thinking, why is he doing well, no, that? The, the Paul George thing was different. The Paul, Like, we actually thought he was going to L.A., and it actually didn't happen. Like, the Paul George thing's another one doesn't make sense. Like, dude, why are you staying in OKC? 
I don't know. I, I and I don't know, Leif. I don't know if it was you who brought this up, but is it is it the fact that these guys know they're not going to beat Golden State and it's making their decisions different? They're actually they're not going. Uh, it's not about winning. It's just about comfort. I feel like I mean, what I'm grasping at straws as to figure figuring it all out. I don't know if maybe the uh, the cap has something to do with it and and making sure that they're maximizing earnings because. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm at a loss for words because, you know, we kind of thought George, that was a foregone conclusion. It didn't happen. Chris Paul, we kind of thought maybe would go through the back door and, and go with LeBron to L.A. That didn't happen. You know, like that was kind of pie in the sky, but it was an option. And uh, you don't see them forming another super team. And I don't know if that's indicative of that they think that they can't beat the Warriors or um, – I mean, it, it's probably that I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little speechless at this point, especially when you see uh, the uh, the other guys that LeBron can go play with, because right now it doesn't look like there's necessarily going to be a, a bunch of other stars that flock there with him now. How much do you guys give credence to what Matt Moore of CBS was saying that a four year deal for LeBron is a little like he's going to be 37 years old and they're going to be paying him an astronomical amount of money. And like, that's a huge, like LeBron in two years is an enormous question mark. If you're giving him a lot of money, maybe teams didn't want to give him that money. I don't know. Like, I, I'm just throwing ideas out there. Like, well, because- well listen, uh, LeBron's HGH doctor can easily move from Miami to LA. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to be a huge difference for him. Of course. Um, of course, of course. And then after that, it's more about Giancarlo. The thing I, I agree with you, LeBron's getting older. We don't know how long he could play at this physical peak. Thirty-seven. I know, but the thing is, this him committing to LA gives them something that he he never did for the Cavs, where he's giving them the ability to build around him, so they can get guys that fit with him. Because we talk about a lot how LeBron's great for role players, but not necessarily for other alpha or betas. So. You know, there's a chance Paul George didn't want to go out and play with him, and he's fine where where he is and took all the money. But with in L.A., four years, even though at 37, who knows if he's going to be the player that he is now, which he likely won't, they can build a good squad around him. And it might not be this year. They might not, you know, they're going to sign a lot of one-year stop year, one-year deals, so they have cap space next year for Kawhi. But, you know, LeBron and Kawhi next year, which I think is what's going to happen, is would be tough and would yeah. be a good squad. I got to agree with that. I feel like him committing there now, like basically he's sending out a note to the league that like I'm committed in LA. I'm not going anywhere. Every summer is not going to be about where's LeBron going. So now who wants to come to LA with me? It's a historical franchise. It's in a great location. There's flexibility. We have young pieces. There's things that we can do to create a team. So who wants to come basically is now um, you know, his pitch to the rest of the league. The weird part about that is, is you think that they would have had all that figured out prior to him signing. And it seems like they're going to have to kind of come at it from the back door. Um, so I mean, maybe, I, maybe they do. Maybe the plan is boogie and, um, Kawhi, like maybe there is a plan. Maybe I, because we, we, we take all these reports at their word that San Antonio, uh, still doesn't know where they're trading Kawhi. Like all this stuff could already be settled. Right. Maybe True. they're waiting for certain dominoes to fall. Like they had assigned KCP for like I don't know what the I don't know what all the machinations are, but I don't see and we're I think we're talking about it on the basketball level. Like when I look at it as on from a, a from a basketball uh uh from a basketball point of view, it I don't feel like it makes sense. But maybe when you look at what he wants to do after basketball, maybe that's what makes sense. Maybe he wants to own the Lakers one day. Maybe. Being in Hollywood is just really good for his brand. Maybe his wife just loves L.A. that much. I mean, maybe she sees Aisha Curry out here getting television shows by being on the West Coast. Like, I don't know. Like, to me, I just I, I don't it doesn't make a lot of basketball sense. But it maybe you know, with Space Jam 2 coming out. But but then why four years? Like, no, but, I, I don't know. I just don't get it. No, but you're right. The opportunities in L.A., like, even though LeBron's a star wherever he is, the opportunities are out there are better. I mean, I already like Steph Curry's car commercial better than anyone LeBron was in. And it's just what's also interesting is that, according to Bobby Marks from ESPN, there's no there's not a no trade clause in the deal, which is what he used against Cleveland to basically, you know, hold them over the barrel where they, they knew that he was leaving and they wanted to move him, but they couldn't because he would he would reject any trade. And so. 
I mean, obviously the Lakers are hoping to build around him, but they haven't. They have a pretty good out if things go terribly awry. I mean, they could not having a no trade clause is um, is interesting. And he's just committed to building something in L.A. And if he were to win out there, which seems unlikely at the moment with Golden State still in full at full strength. You know, it, it, it isn't it is a good legacy move. Um, it's another yeah, three, big three different franchises. Yeah, and it's a big franchise like he's going to. A but place it could be a, it could be a disastrous legacy move, because if you don't win there, you know what the Kobe stands are going to say. Like, and it's not just a Kobe stance. It's just the Lakers fans in general. Like, you're, if he does not win a title in L.A., he doesn't even go on to Mount Rushmore of Los Angeles Lakers. Like, he's not a top-five Laker if he doesn't win a ring there. Even if he I mean, wins Kobe's, a Kobe's title, not a top-five Laker, so what are we even talking about? He can win a title, and he won't even be top-five. No, we're, we're, uh, Harry, you're, but you got to think of this is the Lakers fans' point of view. Like, Lakers fans think that Kobe's better than Jordan. They're idiots. Right. And they are going to slander the living. They're going to boo him. Right. If he if if they if they have a second round exit, they're going to boo him. They're going to forget. Oh, that, my God. How great. Dude, he, they're going to forget that Kobe. They're going to say Kobe never was got eliminated in the second round. Like, that's how they think. They literally got eliminated in the first round. Their, they, their revisionist history is amazing. But like, it, let's say he gets eliminated in the first round. Dude, they're going to boo him off the court. And they're going to tell him that, oh, you're not better than Kobe. You're not Kobe. You'll never be Kobe. Like, why would you go to that? They, yeah, but there, I, has to, there has to be sorry. something else in the works. There just has to be. You know what I mean? Like, Because you're right about that. He will get killed. I mean, LeBron is starting to arrive in that place where we can't really question his greatness. So maybe he's going to rely on that to some degree that the perception is he is the greatest player on the planet. And that's just how that is. So, um, But you're right. But, like, if he gets how bounced. Much, but Leif, how, how much longer is he going to be that? But Leif, do you – like? Rational thinking fans can't take it away from him. For sure. But Kobe's stands are not rational. <laughs> like, honestly, it might be the most irrational fan base on the face of the planet. Like, they don't care about numbers, stats, efficiency. Uh, it's all about clutch gene and all that bullshit. Like, literally, they are stuck in the stone age of basketball analysis. And you bring in, like, the most efficient, best player in NBA history to that team. It's not like they're going to change their tune. Like if he if he passes up a a, a game winning shot, they're gonna go fucking nuts, man. The, cra- the crazy the crazy part about Kobe is I was looking at some stats the other day, and when he came into the league, he didn't he didn't start much his first couple of years. He missed a lot of games, and people don't even talk about that stuff. Whereas LeBron came right into the league playing at a high level, and the truth is with LeBron, I usually don't believe anything he says because I think he's calculated and he's an evil genius. You guys know my takes on LeBron, but I do believe him when he says that as long as as long as he plays his best and he's out there doing whatever, the rest he can't control. I think he I think he believes that. You know, when he was in the when he got to when he brought that Cleveland uh, team to the finals and Brian Windhorst was like, "This is the greatest thing we've ever seen in our lives." You know, um you know, it was it was it was an impressive for LeBron, and so he didn't care. Like he was going to give it his best, and when he didn't, he punched he punched a whiteboard. Miami Heat beat brought to you by Miss Inc. Go to miss-inc.com. That's 305-537-6465. Missinc.com. Social media problem solvers. They do social media marketing and content writing. Been in business since January of two. 2008. That was during the Heat's terrific 15-win season. They believe in personal, customized approach to marketing and as such, they only represent businesses that are serious about taking their visibility to the next level. Social media marketing requires much more than just a blog or profiles on websites like Facebook and Twitter. It takes smart strategy and a daily interactive focus. That's why the Five Reasons Sports Network is working with Miss Inc. They don't believe in cookie-cutter strategies or unboxing your business in with others in your industry. Here's where you go. MissInc.com. Again, it's MissInc.com or call 305-537-6465. Someone someone pronounced that correctly. Mario Hezonia. uh, Yeah, just went to the Knicks. That's a nice nice signing for Fizdale. And Hezonia is... It is a nice signing. And Hezonia, because G got wrong in that episode, is a small forward, not a... Yes, he is. I was gonna make the point guard joke, but that was so inside. So LeBron's joining a, like a team that's. I can, kind I of can, barren. I can add that Hazonia is white. 
He is. That's all I know yeah, about. Is he Croatian? I don't. I don't. I, I'll have to. I'll have to get back to you on that. Yeah, he's he's Croatian. He used to play, but he played in Spain. But he's Croatian. Shout out to Croatia, doing well in the World Cup. So, LeBron's joining a team that's a little barren. But what's not barren is the Five Reasons Podcast Network, started by Ethan Skolnick and Chris Whittingham. It's a it's a network that has all sorts of sports and pop culture from Miami. Anything from the Balls Cast, which is an interesting political and kind of Miami show, to Three Yards Per Carry, talking about the Dolphins. We have a new um, fantasy show. We have a wrestling show. Obviously, there's Heapy and the flagship show uh, Five Reasons Sports with Ethan Skolnick and Chris Whittingham. So check that out at Five Reasons Sports. And during free agency, I know that Ethan and Chris are recording tonight, so that's going to be huge. They just had Udonis Haslam on. Mario Chalmers, the GOAT, our favorite point guard down here. Uh, he joined them last episode and gave him a bunch of great stories, including what Mario said to LeBron when uh, LeBron lunged at him. You guys remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Times, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was amazing. So check all that out in this contractually obligated PSA promoting Five Reasons <laughs> Podcast Network. Yeah. So back, back back to back to LeBron Kobe talk. So like no way Kobe's happy, right? Like Kobe is experienced. Kobe experienced news today and he punched a whiteboard. <laughs> but he tweeted like he's happy. He tweeted like he's happy. Bullshit. So yeah, it's a bullshit. He's <laughs> acting happy. He's like, this motherfucker better not win. He better not take my shine. I won't be. He's not going to be forgotten about. He's gonna because like last year, I don't. Kobe was not very present in like the news and like he's going to make himself so. Fucking, no, but he dude, was. He was. That's the thing. And like he was he throwing was? a lot of low key shade at uh, LeBron and um, a lot of other players. I I just feel like to have he's going to be in the background like constantly like critiquing everything. <laughs> like I, I just I don't know. I just don't know why you would go there. I'll, he, I, honestly, I bet first... you LeBron has made, like, when he talked to Magic and he was like, listen, certain people are allowed in this building and certain people are not. I don't want Kobe around. I don't want Kobe around the offices. I don't want Kobe sitting here telling me what the fuck to do. Like, I, if I was LeBron, like, they would, I would have laid this shit out flat. And also, when we talk about tampering, do you think this fucking deal got ironed out today? Oh hell no! No, no but you know what? You like, know what? Somebody on, said that man. the league should refund Magic's tampering fee for yeah, Paul George. They said they said LeBron knew that Paul George was staying in, in OKC like early last week or something like that. So yeah, all this stuff is mapped out, and like that that like brings me to my next question as a Heat fan because you know I'm gonna try to relate this back to what does it do for the Heat? Like, so do you empty the cupboard and try to uh, get Kawhi still, or do you move off of that position and and don't even touch that because you know I Kawhi. I wouldn't. The East is to be had. Because the East is, is ripe for the picking. And I told you. East is for the taking. I did tell everyone's mother to tank. But, like, what <laughs> but, are we doing here? Like, no, you know, see, do I you take I off Kawhi? First of all, you don't know his health. And then he's with, the, the, with LeBron in L.A., like, you got to think that that is his destination. Like, that's where he wants to be. Like, if, if uh, let's, say, let's say Kawhi comes to Miami, right? They make this fantastic run. They get to the Eastern Conference Finals and they lose in six. Like that's not going to be enough to convince him to not go play with LeBron James in Los Angeles. Like I just don't. PG. Yeah, but yeah, but, but here's but, but here, I think here's the difference, right? If you send, we, if also, you call, we also don't have Russell Westbrook. Like we don't have. We don't have a we don't have a star. Even though Russell just Westbrook's better. one of the most overrated players in the league. Um, so, you know, they, they can enjoy losing the second round together for a long time. They seem like good buds standing on stage, but well, Harry, I agree with you, but I totally agree with you about Westbrook being kind of overrated. But I, I also think we forget that sometimes player perception of other players is more important than what's actual fact. So like Russ has a great reputation amongst players. Like we make fun of him and meme him, but I'm sure that like guys like LeBron, have ultimate respect for him. Paul George has ultimate respect. Like they think, like, oh, this guy, this guy fights. This guy's a warrior. Like, yeah, that, they all think Paul, more they valuable. All think, they all think Paul George is a superstar. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, like yeah. Dwayne Wade sat down and talked. I'm like, why are you talking to that cat? <laughs> Just no, but remember, remember, it's a signature, the signature shoe theory. <laughs> yeah, you have a signature so right. shoe. Like you're, you're a made man in that league. 
No, but gee, you're absolutely right. I mean, that's that's why LeBron went back to Cleveland because he thought he thought Kyrie was a star. He thought he knew he would get Kevin Love. He was right about that, though. <laughs> so if it um, took if it took Goran, if it took Jay Rich, if it took Bam, and it took the 19 pick and the 23 pick, do you do that for Kawhi? No, no. no. See that? God, that's so much. And that's no, what. And, and Leif, that's what I was about to say. If you call up San Antonio and say, "Listen, if you're interested." Uh, we got Goron, we got Jay Rich, we got our 2019 first. That's our offer. If they want to take that and you want to take the risk for a year, that's that's a calculated risk. If he ends up leaving, whatever. It's not that's that would be you'd have a shot at competing for the East. You'd still have a good squad around him. You could move some other contracts around. You're not like crippling your future, even though Heat fans think the Heat don't have a future. Um, but you you do all of that, and there's a good chance. That he's leaving. The difference between Kawhi and Paul George is this: Kawhi, even though they're similar in that they're both trying, they're both trying to get out of their teams, and they're both saying LA, 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 LA. Kawhi's already won uh, a championship, and he was the Finals MVP. Uh, Paul George, you, listen, Paul George wants to be liked. He doesn't. He doesn't want the. He doesn't want a, the pressure of playing with LeBron. He wants to stay with his bud Russell in Oklahoma City, with a bunch of white people who are happy with anything happens, and that's it. There's no pre- There's no pressure there. I'm sure. I'm sure the barbecue's real good in OKC, and that's what they got going on. There's. There's no pressure. He doesn't like pressure. Look at the places he's played. He'll go at the end of his career. He'll go. He'll go. He played in white ass Indiana. And now Oklahoma City. I mean, you could not get whiter in the U.S. Isn't Paul George from Compton? Like, I'm saying, he, so he's done a whole turnaround. And <laughs> now, and now, listen, he'll go. He told Wade he wants to wear the Lakers jersey. He'll go at the end of his career. He'll, you know, when he's got nothing left, he'll go put on a Lakers jersey and do whatever he wants. But he, he's he's afraid. And he saw what was going on, and he, Hot he's like, Harry. I, Oh, hot take Harry out here, dude. I, in mid-season form. Yeah, but, but, listen, George every, afraid. but listen, everything I said is factual. You, Harry, I mean, you just did the thing that we make fun of ESPN for doing. Yeah, Paul, you, you're Skip Bayless. Paul George is afraid is not factual. <laughs> you, afraid of what? <laughs> there's no, that's not a fact. It's, all, it's, also, the, it's also not not a fact. Fake news. I mean, you, you I have know. no proof that I'm wrong. <laughs> that doesn't make it a um, fact. I'm just saying. You can't, you can't sit yeah, there and be like, Harrison, that's not a fact. There and like, what do we, you know? No, but the can... way you you say it was so much, uh, like was so much conviction. Like Paul George is afraid. You don't know that. Maybe Paul George is like Oklahoma City. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure that's news. what it is. Bre- breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. The Cavs are in shambles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lake, that was it. You should have said breaking the Cavs. That's what we should have done. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I mean they're in trouble. They got to move. Love, they're they're over, aren't they over? They're over the they're over the aren't they over the tax anyway? Hey, let me let's let hey can we talk about something? If they want to move, love, Miami's here, and uh, I, I, I would be down. I'd be down taking him if they want Hassan or Tyler. Of course, both. I, why would they want that? I mean, Tyler Tyler's still relatively young, and he's a guy that they'll have cap space later. He's not. Old, you know, he'll grow. You know, okay, but allegedly no, he'll improve. But you're you're right. Let's bring it back to the Heat, right? So, what does this mean for Miami? Um, LeBron's gone. Paul George is gone. Kawhi, I think, is a pipe dream. So, do we just say, okay, man, shut this down and go, go, uh, come back around in two thousand? Do not sign. Re- do not resign Wayne Ellington. Dude, right? Yeah, now. Please, now you please let Ellington. Please let Philly just give Ellington a lot of money. I'd be okay with him going there and missing shots and getting yelled at by Embiid. <laughs> like, really, like this idea of resigning Wade Ellington, like I don't get, I, I don't understand it. I really right don't. Wade Ellington has that building running. Like, dude, the Heat are supposed to be this organization of culture and structure, and Wayne freaking Ellington probably has them all scrambling all day. I really, I'm starting from I'm, the tax line. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, if Wade gets the five million dollar exception. And like that already is putting you over the tax line right there. And we're not even addressing Wayne Ellington. So it's like, uh, there's absolutely no way that they're going to bring back their ninth and 10th shooting guard for the roster and be over the tax while doing it. So it's like, there has to be moves that happen before they even address the Ellington situation. And then obviously I think Wade is kind of in their back pocket with the exception, but, uh, it's, it's tough. Cause when you look around the league, like who can absorb uh, half of Hassan's salary and send something back to us so that we can get far enough under to 
spend on Ellington and Wade? And do we even want to do that because we have Dion and we have TJ and we have all these other guards? Uh, so, you know, like it's it is a weird position, but I feel like a lot of people are clamoring for us to make a free agent signing. And there has to be trades that balance this thing first. Of course. And the thing is, guys, and Wayne is just a guy. Like he really is. Like he is just a guy. Like you can find a lot of guys in this league. There's there's Anthony Morrow's everywhere. There are guys that can shoot. Like to give him any like ten I saw ten million dollars. Like what? Twenty-three teams what? are asking about him. Nine teams are knocking on your door. Like, dude, no, no, not for Wayne Ellington. Like Spo can make another Wayne Ellington. Like, and this is where I go back to the pod I did with Ethan and Witty. Deion Waiters has a specific skill set, right? That almost can't be just trained. Like, he has a go-to scorer in the fourth quarter mentality. That, that not every You don't get that out of every guy. He, in the, can, he can get to the basket he can get to the with basket a pick almost pretty at easy. Will, right? Now, do we agree with the deal or well, not? That's a, whole, that's a whole... Will he finish when he gets there? And will he yell, and one! Or, you know... <laughs> who knows? But... He has a specific skill set. James Johnson is could be the prototypical power forward in the league going forward. Long, six foot eight, rangy, can handle the ball, can shoot a little bit from three. Maybe okay, do we agree with the deal or not? Maybe, maybe not. But there's a reason for it. Wayne Ellington, dude. Wayne motherfucking Ellington is not he is a guy. Like he does there's nothing specific about his skill set that warrants any kind of contract out of the norm. Like, especially at a, it, for a team in the position that the Heat are in. Like, you don't you don't pay a luxury tax for Wayne Ellington. Like, you just don't do it. Nah. So, some a bit of news just broke. Um, a Sean Devaney, um, he's verified on Twitter, uh, an NBA writer. I don't, it doesn't say, sportingnews.com, says that to keep an eye on Chris Bosh making a return to play, maybe for the Lakers? Oh, this is Bro. gonna hurt. That would hurt, man. Let me tell you something. Shoot that would I would yeah. not. Yeah. At that point, Riley needs to empty the cupboard to take Kawhi out of spite. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we're making spite transactions. And I then think we've already done that. That, that would be. Hold on, wait a second. That I mean, as much as we would all get mad if he did that, it would be pretty fucking boss. Oh, I would love, I would love Chris Bosh to come back. That thirty for thirty, you know. I don't care. I don't Paul care. Pat if Riley. Bosch to go play. If, if Bosh is healthy enough to play, he should play. I mean, listen, I, not I, there, man. Not, not with I him. I don't care. I mean, it, not anywhere. No, I don't want him to play. That's gonna hurt, man. Um, but what's interesting is I just was reminded that the Cavs took on the contracts of Clarkson and Nance and gave up a first round pick to make the room for LeBron to go. Light years ahead, dude. I mean, light that, years so ahead. LeBron, LeBron's making the moves on the Cavs to clear his own. He cap did the anti mellow. Wow. LeBron did the it's reverse so Carmelo. It, that is so calculated. He did the reverse Carmelo. Carmelo made Denver empty all their assets yeah. for to get him midseason. <laughs> LeBron got rid of the assets to make the space for himself. LeBron cleared the trash off of the Lakers. It was like GM in the league, baby. John Carlo, the funniest part. LeBron's playing with those guys in the finals. He's like, damn, I'm so glad I didn't have to play with them next year. <laughs> Who does that bullet? John Carlo, the funniest part about that Nuggets trade is the <laughs> Nuggets GM at the time came in to talk to us because he was alumni at my school, and they were saying how that was the greatest trade in NBA. His, like what they got from the Knicks at the time for Melo, knowing he was going there anyway. Like that guy, I don't know if he's done anything since, but that was zero like, playoff wins. What? Zero playoff wins. <laughs> Melo, Melo's awful. Maybe one. I think they might have snuck in and beat a Utah. Who? Denver. Yeah. <laughs> no, Denver got a haul, but they but they never had a star. They, they never they they had a but they honestly were the Heat. Like they just had a bunch of really good role players. They they that Alf. That's a great comparison. Instead of saying we're the Hawks, because that just makes me sad. I'd rather say I'd rather be a Denver. Yeah, we were the Nuggets well. after. The, Alf, we were full of Denver Nuggets. nuggets. Like holy shit, man! Like my life. I'm, we have them. We've been watching them for two zone? seasons. Fuck me. <laughs> We've been watching it for two seasons. We're the Nuggets after the Bellow trade. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, everyone's lashing out on Twitter. It's just, it's, um, 
I'm glad LeBron this I, I'm glad he did this on a Sunday because could you imagine like having people scramble during a weekday yeah. but wait 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 what what are people lashing out about like what is but the lashing they, out they're they're in my mention specifically lashing out about the fact that the only news we've heard is Derek Jones Jr which Wah. I feel like I, I led with that. They can't get mad. Uh, I, I gave the appropriate time to it. They're him. upset about the deals from last summer. They're upset about the fact that there's been no trades reported yet when generally speaking until the moratorium is over. There's not a ton of trades that happen because yes. we need to lash out because people feel, I don't know, some you know, kind of way about it Leif, all. You know where you never lash out? At Doral Toyota. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas of Miami Heat Beat, and I'm here to introduce you to our newest partner, which like us, and if you know me, you know how Miami I am. This is pure South Florida, and it's Doral Toyota, where you can find all your favorite Toyota models. Whether you're looking for a new, used, or certified pre-owned vehicle, Doral Toyota is located at 9775 Northwest 12th Street, just a few blocks from the International and Dolphin Mall. Experience the Doral difference which means four years complimentary maintenance and roadside assistance on all new vehicles. And let me tell you something, that peace of mind, you cannot buy that. I know when I got a new car and it wasn't at Doral Toyota, I was upset because of how many problems I was having and I was wishing I had a dealer being accountable and helping me. Also, if you mention Miami Heat Beat when you call 305-680-1129 or come in, you'll get to work with a dedicated manager not a salesperson. So it's someone who's high up, who's willing to work with you. And unlike other dealers, Doral Toyota prides itself on honest and transparent buying service. That's Doral Toyota. DoralToyota.com or stop in at 9775 Northwest 12th Street. Se habla español aquí in Doral Toyota. And those are our friends at Doral Toyota. Please check them out. They're the best. They're incredible. Kawhi, you can get you, we can get you in a Doral Toyota. Let's let, let's go. Well, I that think be uh, our pitch, dude. Derek let's... Jones Jr. needs to go get himself a a Doral Toyota. Yes, Derek Jones Jr., dude. We led the show with you. We got to get your ass in Doral Toyota. Mention Heat Beat, and a and a and a manager is going to help you, not a sales rep. So check that out. Go over there. Mention them. Mention Five Reasons. Do us a favor, make us some money. Because Let's Derek, go. don't right. think you're just gonna walk in a Doral Toyota and people are gonna recognize you. <laughs> They're not gonna know you. Dude. <laughs> like you better, you better mention Miami Heat. Dude, mention, mention, mention Heat Beat. Heat. Mention Heat Beat because yeah. you're you're not gonna get special treatment without it. Hey, at least now when he's a free agent, he'll be restricted, and we can match all offers so that we can definitely re-sign him to four years, sixty-four million. So we're good. Oh my, Gianni was right. But wait, guys, back up a bit. If Bosch does go and play, Wade's going out to L.A., isn't he? No! You shut shut. You shut. Are we burning this entire no, place Dwayne, down on this podcast? Like, is that what's Dwayne's happening? not doing that. Dwayne wouldn't. Dwayne has the, he would, he has the guts. He wouldn't do that. You're telling I mean, me he would if not Bosch do. and LeBron are in his ear, who's in his ear in Miami? Like, are you Udonis. UD, this is your moment. This is UD, why you've UD's been on the going team. out to LA too. They're all leaving. <laughs> We're They're all gone. We are going to be left with nothing. There's there there no future in Miami. Like we don't have seven out of, seven out of the eight next. You know, seven out of eight next picks. We got no young guys. This is over. The Eastern Conference is wide open. We're freaking out. I mean, the, the you know, I, I honestly you know, think they should make a play. Like if they, I, I'm here for risks because they they're gonna have a lot of picks, right? So they're going to have – now they have all their picks except for one, right? They have every pick except for one in the future. They're missing some seconds, and but yes, first-round picks. They're missing right. some seconds, but they have their first. Um, I think that they could start taking some risks, and by risks I mean like DeMarcus Cousins. No. Honestly, dude, to, I, I say go to go into next – because I feel like to get rid of some of these deals, you're going to have to give up a young piece. I'd rather go into next summer where the deals are a lot more attractive because they're expiring. Well, you're going to have to give up. The important thing to think is there, you're going to have to give up a young piece and either Tyler or Hassan. So you're going to get them out of here. Yeah, but you're you have to that. do that to get rid. Uh, that's what I'm saying. To get rid of Tyler or Hassan, um, not Goran. I think Goran's valuable enough that you don't have to attach a young guy. I Guys, I, re- but, I really think TJ makes so much sense on the Thunder. Like, but, switch switch TJ and Melo. You open up more cap space and then find I, another place. I, to I honestly think that's going to happen. I think that might be the deal that happens before the end of the summer. But, like, yeah, but I, to, I would Gianni, be so to, happy. To Gianni's point, what he's saying is, is that if you go after a boogie or you make a move like that, you, you would be 
um, within that transaction, shedding Hassan and maybe justice. Like I'm just making that up. And yeah. like, this may be the time to take a gamble like that on a short-term guy, or maybe go get a DeRozan. And I know we've talked about these guys before, because as much as everyone wants to say that Philly and Boston are so out front in the East, yes, they are. But we've seen the way injuries play out. You never know how the, you know, like, I just feel like with, with LeBron out of the East, it is more wide open now than it has ever been assets and all that bullshit process to be damned. Like, so now is the chance where you maybe should take that risk. So I agree there. So Leif, so at this point, since the East is so open, if you're the Heat, you can do two things. You can either be a super aggressive buyer and take risks, or you can start selling to got to teams like the Bucks, to teams like the Wizards that are like East is wide open. We have a bona fide star. Let's go. Are we a, are we a Tyler Johnson away? Are we a Hassan? <laughs> I can't even do that too. I'm sorry. Oh, that was funny, man. <laughs> that was that's so a, bad, dude. Fun, that's the funniest thing you've ever said. No, Tyler nobody. Johnson away. No. What does that even mean? Nobody. No one's a Tyler Johnson. If you're a no Tyler Johnson away, you're already a championship contender because he yeah. He moves the needle very little. <laughs> no one is a Tyler but, but, Johnson. But best tweet I've seen on Twitter tonight. Best tweet I've seen so far is that this is the greatest day in Toronto Raptors franchise history. Oh my! They 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 they're banging pots and pans somewhere in Toronto right now. They should have stood pat, dude. I think that team is was really good, and they fired everybody. And they, they yeah, I'm but the mad. roster like, is they should, intact, they so they still can bring back the same squad. They, and they brought and they brought back the coach. Yeah, they brought back the coach under, and it's very similar to when Indiana got rid of uh, Frank Hole, who looks like you know he's gone off the deep Frank end. Hull. I wonder what he's doing. And uh, they just you know they moved up. I don't remember who the co- who the Pacers coach is now, but he was right. He was second in command. It's the same thing. Nick Nurse, Raptors coach, ready to go. Yes. The East is going to be so – those playoffs are either going to be really fun or unfreaking watchable. Like – Yeah. What, the East playoffs? Yeah, dude. Yes. Those are going to be it's like gonna be pretty bad. We're going to get like now that the Cavs are out, it's going to be like That's what makes this fascinating like, though because like are you going to have three or four teams? Like Milwaukee is a great example of a team that's so far up the tax. Like if Did we lose Leif? we lost life. But capped. Now he's back. So, Leif, start over. Start over in your Bucks take. No, I just feel like that the East, uh, like there's three or four teams that feel like they maybe can pull something together and make a run. And that like the Bucks are an example of a team with like Jabari Parker where they can't match an offer over 16 million for him. So like, cause they're hard capped. So like, are they going to now like make a really aggressive push to, to add a piece because they feel like, oh, well, now LeBron's out of our division. Let's do this. Indiana is another team with flexibility that may feel like we took Cleveland to seven with LeBron. Let's see how we can compete. So it'll be interesting if teams actually like hold their pieces together because LeBron left or if this actually sparks movement because people feel like they're a Tyler Johnson away. But both those teams already made bad. <laughs> but both those teams already made oh bad God. news last wait, night. Wait, wait. The name of this podcast is a Tyler Johnson no, away. Yeah. Are you a Tyler? Yeah. No, but last night in Indiana signed McDermott. He's that trash. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me try to let me. But Alf, I, Harry needs to get his takeout so damn oh, bad that he so can't let us laugh. When you just say a Tyler Johnson away, and I then, think the <laughs> best part about that was just like I said it dead ass, dude. I was when dead you, ass. When you then, say it, you like picture Tyler Johnson with his gap tooth smile, and it's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> he's man. at the press the conference talking about his parade. <laughs> Let's do this, boys. You know, it's a TJ's ready. Put you over the top. <laughs> Yo, Indiana might be you know, a Tyler Johnson away, honestly. <laughs> you know, the second it came out of my mouth, like, I was, like, dead ass, and I said it, and I was like, no, no. Oh, I had to mute my <laughs> no. mic. Oh, my God. I was like, no, yeah, but I can't. Who's a Hassan Whiteside away in the East? Nobody. The Bucks. No, I, I think there the are 1998 teams. Bucks, maybe. There <laughs> Yo, he would dominate 1998. Oh, you know, they, they would have yeah. Sam Cassell, Ray Allen, Glenn Yo, Robinson. Yo, Hassan in 1998, Hassan. dude. And one of the most dominant centers in the league. <laughs> Fucking up Greg Ostertag on a nightly basis. 
I'm sorry, Harry. I would love to make the name fucking up Craig on a nightly basis. Harry has a take. He wants to Harry get has, Okay, Harry. Harry, I know you want to say your take. Go. No, I don't want to ruin everyone's fun. No, let's go. No, I was just, I, I was just trying to, I was going to say that I thought that Alf was right, that, it, that he should be patient this year. I think there's going to be a lot of one-year deals, like Hazonia just signed a one-year deal. They're going to want to go back to the market next year when the cap gets bigger and teams are, you know, can fix some of the mistakes they made in 2016 or for the Heat 2017. Um, but there there are moves to be made. I think TJ Formello makes a ton of sense for both squads. I think Hassan can be moved. You just Riley has to be able to take, you know, three or four cents on the dollar. Uh, which might Listen, be better for the Heat. You want you want Bam playing thirty minutes a game. Like Bam, I, I'm excited to watch Bam in summer league. If if we enter next if think, we enter next season with Hassan Whiteside on the roster, I will I will go into that season just absolutely not. Leif, Leif's Atlanta connection about is not it. good. Leif, we lost you again, bud. If uh, if the Heat go into next season with Tyler Johnson, uh, Hassan Whiteside, what, uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> I'll <laughs> You know what I'll be. I'm going to be. If you didn't hear what I had to say, it's probably best. That, that's why. No, but but Leif, you have to. It, it's we're we're probably looking at trade deadline or next summer for Hassan. Like, I think we we all have to we ha- we have to come to terms with that. Um, hopefully, never. No, but hold on, Alf. Next summer, at that point, I would want to keep him for the cap space. But why wouldn't why wouldn't you give Jabari Parker a three year max deal? Still lines up nicely with you're trying to get you're trying to get Anthony Davis or Giannis if that's what your your goal. Who Miami? Yeah, and you just you give them. They don't have they don't have, they don't have cap, Harry. Well, yeah, but no, you no, can no, sign and trade and trade get Jabari Parker and then like a separate I mean, yeah, deal with Bucks, a trade exception. Take Della Della Vadova. I'm making this yeah. up. And then, yeah, like, the Henson. Bucks would need to want that. I mean, I'm yeah, sure the but Bucks, the Bucks like... have struggled immensely with rebounding, and the one thing Hassan can do is rebound the basketball. And but what doesn't help him was he lit- he got schemed off the floor by Ilya Sova, so it's like that's not that's not helping him. You know, if a team needs to be good for the playoffs, like that's like that playoff series was not a shining and like it was not a glowing. Right, but um, but John Carlo, they they signed they signed Ilyasova last night, so Ilyasova is not going to scheme him off the floor. He's going to teach him how to not get schemed <laughs> off the floor. It's perfect, man. man. Any any big any stretch big. It's just like I don't know. I I think it's probably I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think TJ is probably the easier guy to move at this point. But well, that's TJ's, oddly TJ's easier guy to move because you can, you can never you can never say TJ didn't try, even if TJ trying was the worst thing. That you know, sometimes you can see out there, but no, but uh, didn't didn't Christian put out a um, Christian Hernandez at the Maple Rick on a, a Heat Beat contributor and uh, member? What I don't staffer, whatever the fuck we call it. member contributor. Um, oh, he boy. put out a, he put a stat that uh, the more usage Tyler Johnson has, the better he shoots. Um, so maybe. <laughs> Maybe, maybe the, everyone is a Tyler Johnson maybe away. Maybe the Heat are a Tyler Johnson away. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Maple Rick, he went he went to like boating today and he put like a picture out and he goes, Stop refreshing Twitter and enjoy the day. Nothing's gonna happen. He tweeted that two hours ago. Yeah, it was a very Kyrie Irving picture. It was just all white women on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, that, da- Chris, that Derek this- Jones Jr. signing showed him. Yeah, this- come on, Chris, you missed the signing of the day. He said, well, the Let me tell you something, man. That log jam at guard for the Heat, I'm really concerned. I'm glad that they got it forward. They really need a wing scorer. Hey, I think Brian wants, to, Brian wants to come on. All right, let him on. But wait, can we talk about that for a second? That Ira Winderman didn't know that Derek Jones Jr. was a small forward and Alf had to go on there and be like, Ira, he's a small forward. I, Ira's been doing this for 30 years. He Dude, can't look, got- up, look up letters next to a guy's name and figure out what position he plays. Dude, I got 40 so, likes on that tweet just because people love Ira being wrong. Like, that is, like, legit. Like, just Ira being wrong makes people so fucking happy. <laughs> um, So I'm seeing a report, Stephen A. Smith, saying that Kyle Kuzma is off the table in trade talks for Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, okay, L.A. <laughs> yeah, L.A. thinks I have all the leverage. If you ain't trading Kyle Kuzma, like... <laughs> 
Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Oh, wait. I'm only, I'm only allowed to say that on light-skinned opinions. My bad. You can say Trade that light-skinned nigga quickly. Fuck that. <laughs> this week on the Balls Cast, <clears throat> one of Miami's top 10 podcasts as voted by Miami New Times. We continue to talk about how everything is terrible and why it's important to vote this November because SCOTUS is on the line. We also talk about Mitch McConnell and what he looks like. And we're going to be giving away a free 30-minute wake surfing class by Miami Wake Academy. Check them out at miamiwakeacademy.com. It is super duper cool. Follow the Ballscast on Twitter at Ballscast and listen to the latest Ballscast episode for details on how to enter the contest. Alf. Yes. Now that we heard that Ballscast promo, <laughs> tell us about Light Skinned Opinions. Light Skinned Opinions is the black version of Ballscast um, without, <laughs> the, without the sex toys and uh, the perversion. Um, no, Light Skinned Opinions is me, uh, Christopher Maddox. Who is an author and a professor? I, I'm not even joking. He really is. Uh, and Paris Thompson, who is our dark skin producer, who is actually a uh, certified audio engineer, and um, my homeboy from years back. Uh, we're all we've all been friends for years. Um, this is just me uh, flexing a little bit of my muscle outside of my heat beat or heat knowledge. It's just me talking. It's us talking about life. Politics, sports, pop culture, um, a lot of the stuff that really it, there's no place for on heat beat. Um, but I, you know, I have opinions on other shit. So it's a fun podcast. We it's not safe for work. It's not safe for children. Do not listen to it around your kids. But it is enlightening. It is fun. It will make you uncomfortable as a motherfucker. And that is the entire point. If you're listening to light skin opinions and you are squirming in your seat. Then we are getting our point across, right? And that is a that is the point of life. Them crackers better watch their back, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, and that laugh you hear in the background is our producer and co-founder, Mr. Brian Goins. Mikeless, what are you on, Brian? An iPad? Uh, I'm on my iPhone. I have my AirPods on, so that's my mic right now. Brian, what do you got for us? What do you what takes you got? <clears throat> so I was listening to Stephen A. Smith. I actually want to bring what, what just happened. So you guys are talking about how you said that Kuzma's off the trade talks. That was one of the many different kind of breaking news details he just threw out on like a 10-minute rant. Um, essentially, he, he said that the talks for Kawhi Leonard and, and L.A. have been ongoing over the last couple of days. He says they're expected to talk for a third time this evening. And he says that the Spurs want at least three draft picks, first-round draft picks, on top of the young guys that are on their current squad. They said that Kyle Kuzma is definitely off the table. <laughs> Why? I don't know. But he says Kuzma is off the table. And they said that if, if they don't come to an agreement by tomorrow morning, that he anticipates that L.A. will just move on. I mean, what? But listen, the, I don't know what – okay. Posture. The Spurs have the Spurs. I'm not, have I'm not done yet. The, I'm not done yet. I'm oh, done sorry. Yet. My bad. My bad. I think the biggest thing was uh, was after he had said that they asked what would happen to San Antonio would they continue to trade him? They said that they would probably keep Kawhi, and that if if that happened, if Kawhi was still in the Spurs next season, come training camp, that he would sit out the entire season. Wow. Again. I love this. No, but this, that, is, I, this is all leverage talk. You all know that, right? The but, agents but, and the teams are feeding it, just trying to trying to get a deal facilitated. But yo, I, if they don't trade him to the Lakers out of just pure spite, I love it. No, but I'm here for. But it. guys, like the Spurs have the leverage. They can wait on Kawhi. He could sit out all year, whatever. If a team is a Tyler Johnson away come the trade deadline, and instead of a Tyler Johnson, they can get Kawhi Leonard. That's what they're gonna do, and they can get a decent offer. The problem now is. Every Kawhi saying L.A. He he did say he would play for the Clippers too, so that's interesting to watch something there. But the the Spurs have the leverage; they don't have to deal with the Lakers and whatever. And and they can ask for as much as they want, and they can keep Kawhi. And maybe in a maybe in a few weeks, maybe in a few months. Remember that James Harden was traded four days before the season started um, when he was moved to Houston. So you know, there's a lot of stuff that can happen. And I just think I think the Spurs do have a decent leverage play, especially because Paul George stayed. In Oklahoma City, if Paul George went to LA with LeBron, that would that would have hurt their leverage a bit. But now, LeBron by himself ain't gonna win anything. LeBron and Cousins ain't winning anything. 
uh, HP Basketball tweets out, bold move by LeBron to decide to go from <laughs> losing to the Warriors six times a year to eight times a year. <laughs> da- Darren Ravel says the Cavs made everyone with floor seats sign deals this February that would lock them in for the next three seasons. Now, that's that's ah. some shady behavior right there. Whoa, ah. that's some bad holy shit. <laughs> oh, did you also hear that uh, Badgie Johnson had a meeting with uh, Kawhi, not Kawhi, with uh, LeBron last night right after 12 or 1 p.m.? 901 LA time, but 1201 p.m. last night. AM. 1 a.m. a.m. last night. Is that, is that allowed? Yeah. I mean, technically, yes. Yeah, yeah. But they were they were having celebratory me, celebratory yeah, they drinks. They met face to face. They met face to face at in LeBron's house. I'm sure it was a very which positive would, meeting. Which would lead me to believe that they magic. were tampering for a while. Well, of course, they were tampering. <laughs> Brian, that's like you. Your reaction was just like, and I think Santa may not be real. <laughs> I, well, I, may, I don't know. It's real out there, but like maybe, like there's there's some behavior that would indicate that it's actually my well, parents. I'm curious how the legal might react to it because I know um, a lot of the staff and the Lakers have been trying to sign like all these confidentiality agreements, making sure that they don't reveal anything as far as tampering goes, and. I have a feeling that there might be an investigation because they've already been fined twice, and usually that kind of stuff kind of backfires, I think, to teams. Yeah, Brian so. has talked more on this podcast in the last 10 <laughs> minutes than he's talked since I joined Heat Beat. Listen, <laughs> Brian is so helpful. You know what, Brian? It's 46 minutes. Let's play a last well, no, promo. Well, listen, what I just want to tell Brian. Insert here. Wait, let no, me insert listen. the promo here. Magic Beat AIDS. He can beat the NBA. That's the lead into the Five Reasons Sports <laughs> Romo. This week on the Five Reasons Podcast, join for a wide-ranging, fun, and funny interview with Udonis Haslam of the Miami Heat. I remember growing up, you know, I used to stay in um, Lake and Sharon Apartments. Now they call it Crystal Lake. You know, this is in Kara City. I moved around a little bit, and I remember being at the park. And, um, you know, I got into it with this little kid, and he punched me in the mouth and ran and knocked my tooth out. And I, I couldn't find him. I was so pissed off I couldn't find him. He ran, he knocked my tooth out and ran. And I went home, and my dad, my tooth was knocked down. He saw me crying. He told me, if I don't come home, if I don't go outside and find that kid and kick his ass, if I come home, I'm going to get my ass whooped by him. I looked for that kid for three hours, and when I found him, I kicked his ass. Check out that interview and much more on the Five Reasons podcast, available on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that is the Mario Chalmers podcast that Ethan Skolnick and Chris Whittingham have started. Uh, actually, Chris Whittingham also has Pitch Invasion, uh, which is a World Cup podcast. You Did you just say that, that they out? started a podcast with Mario Chalmers? Those are the words that no, those they have the, the Mario Chalmers. They have the Mario Chalmers episode. Mario went on, told stories. <laughs> no, did I? Well, that's not what I meant. I, I meant Ethan had Mario on. Ethan and Chris had Mario on. Although if they started a podcast with Mario, Mario would think he would be the best. So nobody else is bothered that Magic has a cure for AIDS and isn't telling anybody? 